Throughout history, we, the human race, have always been dependent on those around us to some degree. In the early years of our existence, we formed tribes where all the members provided some sort of tangible benefit to the group. And while we may no longer need to hunt and gather, there are still plenty of benefits that come with having a team of individuals around you with common goals. Back then, the common goal was just survival. And today, most people in America can easily meet their basic needs. So we do most of our teamwork to progress in other ways. And so if your goal is to build generational wealth, you can surround yourself with others who have the same mission or have already achieved it. If you're a Christian, going to church is a way to interact with other Christians. I can make a million examples, but here's the point. All of you who have been listening to Improvement and are working diligently to be the best version of yourself have probably realized that self-improvement is tough. So is pursuing what you care about. And with that being said, it's best not to go about this mission alone. Having a team of guys around you that are on the same page can all but guarantee your success. Here's how. The first element that comes with being part of a team is accountability. Whether it's done deliberately or not, your group will develop some sort of code that you hold each other to. The benefit that comes from this is that, relative to your code anyway, your teammates will reinforce positive behavior and discourage negative behavior. The outside pressure that comes from the expectations of your team, paired with your internal expectations, can create a strong motivator to stay true to the mission. Something that I've noticed from experience is that most people, myself included, have no issue breaking promises to themselves. Plenty of people make New Year's resolutions only to break them within like a couple of weeks. However, we tend to take commitments that we make to others a lot more seriously. There are plenty of times in high school when I didn't feel like running during the summer to stay in shape for the next year's track season. When I was going at it alone, I skipped multiple days a week. That changed in the days where I had committed to running with my teammates. At the end of the summer, I still sucked, but (laughs) I can at least say that when the time came to fulfill the commitments I made to my team, that was enough motivation to get up and go. There was a sense of camaraderie that we had from running together that made me forget the dread I normally felt when getting ready to go run alone. It was also relieving to know that by showing up, I wouldn't get roasted in the team group chat later that day for skipping. But uh, having people around you who will hold you accountable as you work towards your goals can make a world of difference. The next element that I noticed that comes from having a team is the benefit of having other perspectives. And so if you're doing anything of value, it's most likely hard to cover all the bases alone. You might have your own biases or lapses in judgment that can limit your progress. And with a team, you have other guys that can help you fill those spaces. Gain the perspective of someone that's not directly involved in your specific situation but knows enough to help is a valuable tool. The first example of this that comes to mind is the story about Steve Jobs and Apple. Believe it or not, Steve Jobs didn't initially support the idea of creating the iPhone. He didn't see potential in the smartphone market, and he didn't want to deal with the hassle that would come with getting with carriers like Verizon and AT&T. In 2021, we can obviously say that he was 100% wrong. The people on his team knew this all the way back in the early 2000s. Imagine how different Apple would be today if the people Steve Jobs surrounded himself with didn't point out the error of his ways. They had to poke and prod for years, but they eventually got him to give the iPhone project a chance, which in turn has created the Apple that we know today. 99.9% of us 
will never have stakes that big, but I'm sure you get the point. His teammates saw the big picture that he was missing due to his biases, and they helped him to navigate the situation. Having a team of like-minded friends with similar goals can do the same for you. The last element that comes with building a team is that you gain the opportunity to develop deeper personal connections. When you share the same values as the people around you, do the same things, and are present throughout major stages of each other's lives, it can create friendships like no other. These will be the friends that you can go to for serious life advice or just to vent and they will have a strong understanding of your situation and be in the best spot to support you. The more difficult the tasks are that you take on together, the stronger your connections will be. A perfect example of this are uh, like military personnel who have been in combat together. These men share the same values of freedom and patriotism. They're living in the same space, fighting against the same threats, and coping with the same stress. These guys have life-changing experiences, and the men around them can relate and connect like no other. That's why when a lot of these guys leave the military, they end up being lifelong friends with some of the men that they served with. They even build friendships with other veterans they never served with, just based on the fact that they have the shared experience. It's much more satisfying to be able to spend time and talk to people that truly have an idea of who you are and what your life is like instead of others who can't. I experienced this when I talked to my friends that are also into personal development about my challenges or the progress that I'm making with the podcast. And this is because they have enough similar experiences to actually recognize the effort and see the value in what I do. Now that I've explained the benefits that come with having a team, I'd like to share some tips. I believe that these are crucial when it comes to building a winning team. Tip number one is to know what you want out of life. And so I've already said this a hundred times already, but I'll say it again. Find your purpose. You have to know where you're going to know who and what can help you get there. Without this, you'll always be lost. Tip number two is to know what you want in a friend. Sit down and brainstorm about this. Think about what your values are and what the non-negotiables would be in a friendship. With that in mind, think about the type of people that you want around you and can work with to reach your goals. If your primary goal is to be an entrepreneur, find entrepreneurs and self-starters that have similar values and might be in the same focus area as you. Tip number three is to examine the current friends you have. Are most of your interactions with them constructive? Are you moving in similar directions? Do they have your best interest in mind? Do you respect them and what they do? If any of you are sports fans, I'm sure you've heard about the infamous Jimmy Butler practice incident. For those of you that aren't aware, Butler, a star shooting guard in the NBA, wanted to leave his team at the time, which was the Minnesota Timberwolves. The team was underperforming thanks to a lackluster supporting cast and differences between him and fellow starters Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. The situation came to a head in this specific practice session when Jimmy became fed up. To prove his point that the team was weak, he picked up the third stringers off the bench and ran a scrimmage with them against the starters. Not only did his team of role players win, but he completely emasculated Wiggins and Towns in the process. He trash-talked the whole time and made Carl Anthony Towns so insecure in his abilities 
that he didn't even want to attempt to score when Jimmy was guarding him, despite having half a foot of height and 30 pounds on him. This just further proved that Jimmy was on the wrong team. He knew he couldn't go deep in the playoffs, much less go to the finals with a team like this. Most of the players didn't have the talent, and the ones who did have the talent didn't have the work ethic. Compare this to your life. The people in your close circle are part of your team. Do you have the supporting cast to help you build the life you desire? Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, you are responsible for your actions. However, it's hard to go about it alone. And most people that try to do so just make things harder on themselves. Think of the extra motivation you receive if all the people around you are striving towards the same things. Imagine how much easier it would be to work towards your mission if all your interactions with friends were constructive. You've all heard the saying that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So what do you want to be made of? Don't make room for guys on your team who don't carry their weight. Here's another way we could spin it. Would you rather carry four quarters or 100 pennies in your pocket? Who are the pennies that you have in your circle? The cheap connections, the ones that don't bring notable value to the table. As I've grown over the years during my personal development journey, I've experienced this multiple times. I've had friends and connections that I kept around just for the sake of having them. I was at a point where I was willing to be with people that were detrimental to my mission instead of being alone. Eventually, I realized that this wasn't the way that a man on a mission should live. Tip number four, make plans to find people for your team. Join your groups where you can find the people that you're looking for. Find ways to make your hobby social so you can meet others that do the same things. Befriend the friends of the people you meet during these activities. I'll let you know, though, guys, that the more focused you are, the harder it will be to build your circle. However, you should have patience, and here's why. Taking the time to do this the right way and finding the right people will be something that you thank yourself for decades later whenever you have that winning team and you win your quote-unquote championship in life. Remember this, though. Perspective is key. What do I mean by this is that your perspective on life plays a large role in how you view yourself and how you judge others, and it will most likely change over time. We all judge to a degree, but the issue with this is that we tend to judge others based on our own set of rules, and here's why that doesn't work. If I judge Tom Brady's greatness based on how many home runs he's hit, or his field goal percentage, instead of his number of touchdowns and championships, I would think he's a terrible player. Not everyone will play the game of life by the same rules that we do. And with that being said, what sense would it make to put measures on them that don't apply to their game? That brings us to another dilemma. Should we be spending considerable time around people that don't align with us in the first place? Hear me out. From my own personal experience, I can see how I've changed over time and taken on new challenges in my development. I can see how as I've changed over time and taken on new challenges in my development, I no longer fit in as well as I used to with friends and family that align with my old ways. As I began to play by new rules, I can see that this led to misalignment with my teammates. And when you and your teammates don't all have a common goal, it makes things complicated. Imagine putting in the work daily to win a Super Bowl but the people on your team are aiming for a Stanley Cup. You're not going to prepare in the same way. You won't partake in the same activities. 
You'd both be a distraction to each other, potentially hurt each other in your quest for the end goal. It leaves you with the decision to make. Are you going to continue going down a path with the wrong people and produce fruits you don't want? Or are you going to make a change in your life? If you like this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to support my mission of helping young men develop their character, identity, and mindset to activate their potential and achieve their goals in life, please click on the donation link in the description. Thanks for listening.